See, I would normally say the weekend prior to this episode, but we it's been a while. So welcome to the second half of September episode <laughs> of, of Show Business. <laughs> uh, I am CP, as always. I'm Jaime Enfuego from The Horror Show and Enfuegotainments. And I am Lindsay of My Two Cents and Nonsense. Hello, we missed you. Thanks for coming yes, back. Massive, massive apologies for... Two consecutive whoopsies, but we're back. We're here. Uh, I think it was a whoopsie and an oopsie. But yeah, yeah, a whoopsie and an ouchie. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they <laughs> um, Well, and I got to say, Three from Hell was not worth skipping some palaver with you oh, guys. Oh, really? That film sucks. <laughs> oh, I can't wait. Can't wait to. The weekend that was abominable uh, took mm. first <laughs> with 21 million, second was Downton Abbey. With fourteen million. Third third it. was Hustlers with eleven million. Also good for it. Which which yeah. kind of leapfrogged a bunch of things. I don't know. I don't, like what happened that Hustlers just kind of re-skipped into third. Um fourth, it chapter two with ten million, and fifth was Ad Astra with ten million. Um I've seen one of those movies. <laughs> <laughs> Gentlemen. Yeah, I'm in the same boat. Actually, <laughs> uh, I've I've uh, well, I saw it. We we spoke about it. You know, we can always you know uh, shoot the shiz on uh, it a little bit mm. more. But I saw Abominable. Okay, well, go on. Is it worth twenty one million? I I mean I it 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 felt like a movie that was originally supposed to be like almost like a Chinese version of like Miyazaki or something like that. <laughs> In the way, like, like, like a, a Chinese attempt at like, or but it's not even Chinese. It's it's, it's DreamWorks. I don't know because like the story has like a lot of it. Like, like the like it's about this girl who finds this abominable snowman in in China, and there's this oppressive organization trying to hunt it down and stuff. And so you can kind of get this like interesting view into China, and maybe it's like supposed to be about like all the strikes and stuff. I don't mm. know. Uh, but uh, it's. Uh, as they're escaping this government stuff, you discover that this abominable Yeti monster has like all these weird powers with nature and like some of the ways that it's realized really reminded me of a lot of like anime and stuff like that. It was really kind of cool. It uh, It's not a great movie because it kind of falls into a lot of cliches of, oh, we're just going to throw a bunch of jokes at the screen for the next two minutes. And, it's DreamWorks. Uh, yeah. Big, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, you know, one big action set piece will end, and then they're like, you know what, let's just start up another one that's got absolutely nothing to do with anything, and it's going to be over in 30 seconds, and then won't matter anymore. And they do, it's, it's, it's like a frustrating movie. I wanted to like it, but it was just ultimately just... I don't know. Maybe I'm too old for these kinds mm. of movies, but it just... It, 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 it's above average. I'll give it that. Um... The one thing, uh, so I guess we, we missed last weekend, and I kind of wanted to talk about it if my tooth didn't, you know, slowly <laughs> decay through my gums. But uh, I believe last... You say that like it's a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> I believe last weekend was Downton Abbey, Ad Astra, and Rambo, if I'm not mistaken, right? Or was that two weeks ago? Yes, I believe so. I asked yeah, you uh... either or, and you said yes. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, yeah, look, yes, no, maybe so. I don't know. Go ask someone named Joe, bro. Like, what do you want from me? All right. Yeah, what do you know? like... So I, I, I guess the, yep, yep, yep. The, the long and short of what I'm trying to get to is Rambo's gone already. And Downton Abbey, I think it opened to like 31 million. And like last week. Yeah, it yeah. beat Ad Astra by like 12 million. And it wasn't really that close. Or uh, Ad Astra. Damn. Yeah. yeah. So. Um, people don't care about Rambo, I, I guess. Uh, bad. Well, it doesn't help when the author of the original oh, novel yeah. outspokenly goes and trashes the movie, and he's like, "It's stupid. It's violent. It has no semblance of connection with you know the stuff that I originally <laughs> you know did in creating this character." And I mean, all of Rambo movies are fairly violent, but I. I haven't seen the last two of them since he decided to relaunch this franchise. I didn't see this most recent one, and I didn't see the one that was just called Rambo. But I've heard they're pretty gory, man, and uh, just 
you know, throw throw back yeah. to that eighties vibe, which I appreciate right. personally. That was the one but... thing I was like, all right, gore. So, all right, I'm I'm down. Home alone with gore. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. violent shoot 'em ups, man. Bring them gore on. alone for it. <laughs> yeah, it, it's just uh, I I don't I don't know the the only th- first of all I didn't realize Downton Abbey had like a a movie audience. Like I I knew it was kind of a big deal on TV, but. Well, was it a movie or was it like one of those things where they show like the big epic episode of Game of Thrones in theaters for one night? Was there a big epic episode? Dude, I've never actually watched. It's it still making money. It. Oh no, it's an actual sure. film. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it is. Okay, it's, okay. A, it's a continuation. I guess the the series everybody wanted to continue doing it. The predominance of like the supporting players and the crew and everything, but the lead actress was like, "Nope, I don't want to do it anymore." And so they they twisted her arm to uh, actually do this film. But the funny thing is my, my parents went to see it because they're big Downton Abbey mm. fans. <laughs> and uh, d- yeah. I guess minor spoiler that that character, her health is implied without spoiling stuff to be uh, in decline. And so it was <laughs> almost like a way for them if they move her character off to you know continue along with all the supporting players and maybe even return to TV. Based on and and with the way this has performed at the box office, I would not be surprised if they did a revival series of wow. of this show. Yeah, so, fifty nine million domestic in two weeks, and I I I would imagine it's it's doing all right in the UK at the very least as well. I, I'm yeah, oh. it's done it, it's done about it's done over a hundred total, hundred and seven worldwide mm-hmm. as of right now. So fifty uh, a forty nine and some change foreign, and then fifty eight here domestic. Yeah, so. yeah. Watch people in Europe think Downton Abbey is racist, and they don't watch <laughs> it, so it makes like no money. We're not like this. <laughs> uh, well, it's it. Hello, I'm a British. Person. It. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best South Park joke they ever made. Was <laughs> it, it chapter two is is going to cross two hundred million too? So so there's there's that. Um, yeah, I guess. Um, yeah, I, I mean it's the end of September. We we couldn't have picked a better time to take a little hiatus because really, not much to talk about. Like like genuinely. Um, I will rewind to something that we were supposed to talk about on separate occasions. Oh. Okay. Before we talk about that, actually, is this is this what is this Bill Hader's biggest box office movie? Who? Possibly. Uh, I am looking into oh, that. Oh, it chapter uh, two, probably. Right, like, uh, mm-hmm. uh, let's see if I can. Oh, Star oh, well, Star Wars count that. because technically he's in Force Awakens. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, he's BBA. Happy beats here, buddy. I'm yeah, going to so guess and mind, say that's mind. his highest. Yeah, course. okay, okay. <laughs> it's among <laughs> his highest. <laughs> yeah, the one thing I was going to chime in with that I was sad, I was also super busy because it was my weekend priority was to go check out Judy because the reviews oh. are through the roof. And uh, I've heard it is just heartbreakingly, tragically beautiful. And it's at like two theaters, super, yeah, like super far from my house. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, super, super limited, which I, I would imagine as we approach award season, it will get a much wider release with the kind of buzz that it's getting. But uh, yeah, that was one that I really wanted to seek out and just didn't. Uh, I'm, I'm off tomorrow. So, yeah, maybe oh, I can, wow. uh, you know, finally catch up on a, on a movie or two. Do you want to do you want to start uh, with with your your movie that we don't have here in New York for some asinine reason? Which one? Would Speaking that be? of, uh, you know limited releases freaks i guess freaks <laughs> yeah oh freaks yeah. yeah i saw that uh, Lindsay actually put a review on his channel up for that go me i did a thing yeah. a channel I did this content stuff. All this I, stuff. I, i'm a youtuber <laughs> and the movie ma- didn't even make five hundred thousand dollars at the box office oh <laughs> so yeah we'll get the low I'm, money I'm, but but go yeah, on. I'm I, I'm a big fan of Emile Hirsch. You know, I mean, ever since uh, the girl next door, I've been a fan of his. Oh and yeah, he was I, in that. <laughs> yeah, I I don't care what people say, man. Paul Dano, him, and uh, uh, girl from Twenty Four, uh, Alicia Cuthbert. I I that that movie has a very special place in my heart. Agreed. But um, do you know, really, it's I enjoyed it, but it was quite low budge. And and you could tell with the way that it was filmed, but I thought the performances, especially from that young girl who plays oh, yeah. uh, Emil's daughter, very very strong. It did have a lot of similarities to things I'd seen before. Obviously, the X Men connection is one thing, oh, and yeah. I got some big time Firestarter vibes also. And, and mm. I mean, with the the father and his Good daughter song. on the run from from these authorities. Exactly. Yeah. Rest <laughs> peacefully, mm. Mr. Prodigy Singer. Twisted Masturbator. So, 
So so yeah, I I liked it, but I I didn't love it, and mm -hmm. um you know, but it it did go for it with the violence. I mean, it is R rated, okay. and but, I mean, there's a lot of pens through uh, like eyeballs and stuff like that, <laughs> right? I mean, yeah, oh, it's yeah. a little it's it's a little on the gory side at times, but uh, yeah, I mean, I I, I did enjoy it. So. Do you know? Honestly, honestly, oh, you know, who's, no who's, who's the studio? Who's uh, who's who's putting it out? Hey, the dog's barking. Awesome. Uh, <laughs> uh, I think its distribution was only with AMC, and it's it was bought out of some film festival by a Chinese company called WellGo yeah, oh, well, USA. Well, yeah. I'm yeah, familiar yeah, with yeah. that. They do lots of lower budge stuff. But, yeah. yeah. Huh. So, yeah, yeah, they're kind of a thing, and they've released some interesting movies, and uh, they bought this for $2 million. I kind of want to know what it costs to make, but, I mean, that's a good deal for those guys, probably. Uh, I also and, like Bruce Stern, I thought, was good in it, too. Oh, he was, it was it's, yeah. It, it's nice to see him still getting work, man, because he's, he's legendary at this particular point, obviously. So. It's his first sci-fi movie since the 70s, I believe. Yeah. Or, I mean, maybe the '80s. It's been something like that. Like it's been a, it's, it's been a good minute. Uh, but yeah, I really like this movie. <laughs> I, I wish more people had seen it. I convinced a few friends, and they all called me when they came out of it one at three in the morning, being like, "Dude, that movie was dope." <laughs> well, uh, but no, I, it, uh, it's uh, it, so the, the basic breakdown of it is like like Jay, uh, like Frego said, it's it's X Men. I keep describing it as like indie X Men, super low budget X Men. Uh, it, in fact, if you just like randomly found this movie on TV and you just watched like ten minutes of it, the first ten minutes or so, you could almost miss how much, how 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 much superpowerishness actually gets into this movie because it saves it for the very end, so they can go as crazy as they want. And like, yeah, you definitely do feel the constraints of it, but some of like they. Some of the concepts in this movie are super cool, like the way they play with time and space. And yeah. there's so many things happening in so many different locations while you're also it's, still inside this house. Like, it's kind of just discombobulating and, dare I say, a little trippy. I was, yeah, uh, yeah it, it kind of made me feel like a little like like stone or something, man. So, and I'm just a, I'm just a huge fan of anything from the indie scene that can like go for it and try to be like on par with you know some of the modern action stuff. Mm -hmm. Like like Snowpiercer a few years ago mm -hmm. and oh, uh, Snowpiercer. Just, yeah, <laughs> anytime for Parasite, man, I can't wait oh. to see Parasite. Could, <laughs> I'm right there with you. Can't could wait. it possibly be this year's Good Time? Uh, what was Good Time? Uh, Robert Pattinson. Good Time was the Robert Pattinson A24, where his brother is locked up and he's running all over town. Was... Um, I'd say not a chance, really? but okay. yeah. Um, yeah, it's. I mean. It, it it didn't have the same critical buzz that that film did. Uh, right. Yeah, because that movie had like no play, and then like month later, mm -hmm. people were like, "Whoa, wh wh where was this movie all along?" And it was just like, uh, "You nobody watched it." <laughs> yeah, once they threw it on yeah. Prime, it was like everybody yeah. started discovering it because there's not too much to watch on Prime. Mm -hmm. Let's be fair. Right. <laughs> yeah. Hey, maybe Freaks will find its way on Prime and get an audience then that, that way. That would be cool. And you know, this isn't me like you know crapping on. It was just a. It, yeah. It was a lot of familiar concepts, you know, and oh, yet totally. I, I, I especially liked the cast and they you could tell they were they were stretching their budget massively for for what they had to play with, you know, with just limited locations and mm -hmm. and stuff like that. I honestly wanted more explanation as to, you know, why things are in their current state of affairs with all of the oppression. And I just wanted more backstory, I guess, yeah. you know, and I guess they were kind of making you think, OK, if you've read X-Men comics, if you've, you know, actually seen anything similar to this it's probably a similar situation so just run with this small personal story that they that they were telling so i actually did have a discussion with one friend about whether or not this movie works in a world without x-men and i don't mean that as a detriment like because like it, like you said like it, um you, it's very like you're put into this world and you're like oh i get it people have superpowers but people are scared of the people with superpowers and they're oppressed and arrested and killed or anything like that you know it's the it's the otherness metaphor that we've seen in things before yeah. uh, but but if you don't have that to rely on does this movie work yeah. <laughs> like or would you be like i don't understand i want more why are they why why are they oppressed why are they being killed like i or would it start x men is was the uh, something my friend brought up too? Like with a world without X Men, could this become X Men? I felt like this could be yeah. just a weird X Men side story one shot sort of thing, and I, yeah. and I did enjoy it more than Dark Phoenix. So there's Ooh. that. <laughs> 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 
Well, it didn't. It's better than Brightburn. It's better than Dark Phoenix. Wait, uh, it's wait, like, what, what's yeah. the? I did like The Boys better, but that's not a movie. What's so, the? You know. The Boys was good. The Boys. What's was that good. movie that Max Landis wrote that the kid? Uh, Chronicle. Chronicle. Oh, Chronicle. Ka- really yeah. good. Similar? Movie, yes. Yeah. No. Dane, Dane DeHaan is terrific in that. Um, yeah, and Michael B. Jordan's in that movie too. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I mean, not in aesthetic as far as it's not found footage, and right. it's, well, I, like, I mean, I mean whereas that would be more of, of an origin story, mm-hmm. you know, with them discovering, you know, the the, the spaceship the or whatever the hell it was, and then you know, gaining their powers. This is more like, you know, tuning in to a program that's been going for a few years already, yeah. so to speak. But this um, is like season five of this world's. Uh, hey, people have superpowers now. Uh, <laughs> well that's like part of the reason i really like this movie too is like how it built its world and like it starts so small in just this house with just this father and this daughter and we only get to view and i talked about this in my video too check it out on my channel at my two cents hey Uh, i got to plug a thing shameless plug link down below link down below oh yes that is well (laughs) Uh, and it just like I love that it's her scope, it's her perspective. So like they're using like that that you know the pre knowledge of X Men and the fact that we're seeing it just from her point of view to suck us in and want to see where this goes. And it starts so small and it gets so big. It's I, I just I love the I, I really enjoy the ride, and uh, it just it just keeps throwing things at you too. It never really less rests on its laurels. It like. It starts the thing, but then the thing doesn't work, and so it starts this new thing. It's like it, it's constant. It feels like it's really always moving. It, it might be a yeah. little slow in the beginning, but once it starts, like it starts and it does not stop. Hmm. Yeah, well, I went to see it with my lady, and she yeah. had kind of similar sentiments about the fact that as we walked out of the theater, she was like, "Man, I wish I got more explanation as to you know how we got there, and do you think we could right. get a sequel?" And you know, she was like. They, they leave it open for one without spoiling stuff, and I would yeah. love to see a continuation. I'm mm. sure they made it on, like, a micro budget, and, uh, and I mean, I would hope they have ideas for some sort of continuation. People need so, to watch see this it. becomes the next Saw. <laughs> uh, I can't <laughs> like, tell if that's uh, what kind of joke well, that no, I mean, not, 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 not in the sense that it becomes, like, a violent over-the-top horror, but it gets, like, this weird niche, like, audience following so that they do release one every year on these, like, weird tiny budgets. Oh, and they get bigger, yeah. weirder. This year's and, October uh, movie. <laughs> this exactly. October, it's such and such movie. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, I don't think it's making much money at all, but, I, again... It's, our, it's not L.A. anymore. Oh, boy. All right, so it had its limited yeah. run and it's done. It made two hundred fifty-six thousand dollars. Speaking, That's what I was like, yeah, I was looking looking at it right now. <laughs> speaking of F-titled movies that had ultra limited runs, it's, yes, I saw it's this time one. for Lindsay Thanks to be to quiet. CP, actually, yeah. um, so the <laughs> fanatic, starring John Travolta and directed by uh, the auteur himself, Fred Durst. Uh, and he shamelessly plays some of his own um, music in the <laughs> I'm really upset with myself that I completely forgot about it and just everything that's been happening with the last couple of weeks. I really Actually, want to see Actually, you it. don't have anything to feel bad Lindsay, about by missing that. <laughs> like, I'll be honest with you. I Like, if you had a coin and one side was Loquisha and the other side was the Fanatic, I don't know if I'd flip the coin for the sake of... You'd have to watch one. Uh, Better performance, uh, Travolta or Loquisho, dude? I am Loquisho, officer! See, here's the... Uh, <laughs> the thing that I'll say, though, is I don't think Devin Saw was bad right. in this movie. The, the cinematography's yeah. not terrible. It, like, it, it, yeah. it... You know, there's decent people making uh, The Fanatic. There's not... Unlike Loquisho. Yeah, it, right, right. <laughs> Loquisho is, is just right. like a... Uh, I, don't, I don't know. It, it's It's... <laughs> flatly lit and it, it's it it is go ahead sorry i didn't even mean to interrupt that man but it's just one of the strangest performances from travolta uh, like i don't i don't know fred durst came up with this story you know uh-huh. and then he co-scripted it with another guy and i just it's 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 almost like everybody else in the film is like not in on the joke and he is like it's it's, it's so tough to describe just the the strangeness of this performance it's tone and, deaf it yeah. You get the idea that John Travolta has this 1984 vision of what people with mental disabilities is, and he tried playing Jeez. that. Okay. Like, he 
Oh. I mean, Tropic Thunder, he he totally did a simple jack. Like like he just oh my God. he just went a little too far with Because they had one good party in for a black man, they gave it to Crocodile Dundee. Pumpy breaks kid. That man's a national treasure. Never tell you what the deal with his character is. It's is is he just, you know, quirky or or what? But it's it's just tone deaf and and off and terrible and and I don't know is he the protagonist because he ends up doing things that you don't support most of the things that he's doing uh, and yet you're supposed to sympathize right? with him and without and, and without uh, spoiling things the ending. I, it, it makes it very clear to you know you're supposed uh-huh. to like align yourself with right. so to speak and i did not agree with the ending right. at all but it, it is what it right. is so. right it's it's proficiently <laughs> made it looks okay there's just some... yeah i like the little hand-drawn yeah. animated kind of stuff that they that they interluded with at times i thought that was kind of cool there's but... a ton of decisions where it's just like why first of all passage of time in this movie just I don't know. I, I I don't think they thought about it because there's a there's a death that happens in yep. the second act, and then you just kind of don't hear about it again, and it's just like, oh, never brought yeah, up again. Oh, oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and oh, it's addressed at yeah. the end. It it helps hinge on the the finale of the film, actually. But yeah, it's oh. ignored for a good chunk of the third yeah, act. It, it happens in a place that you're 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 spending a lot of the time of the rest of the movie in the vicinity of so you're just left wondering well wait a minute shouldn't that thing be somewhere around where somebody could see it and do something about it or notice it and um you know that's a a minor gripe amongst other things it's just uh, it's not it's not the room people keep trying to Every year, well, everyone always calls everything yeah. the room, yeah. the new birdemic. The, like, it's 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 like the new. Oh, it's the new Ed right. Wood. It's right. the new. It's the new Shyamalan. And I'm so pissed because yeah. Red Letter Media released their review of this movie ah, the, di- the day oh, we were did. supposed to go live last week, and I was like, ah, son of a bitch, it's not going to sound original coming from us now. But no. uh, but yeah, they 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 did the I think 45 minutes on this movie, which is. 42 minutes. Hell, I'll watch the movie just so I can watch that. I, I, <laughs> That's like almost the entire yeah. runtime. It's like a hundred. It's like an hour and 20 minutes. It's, it's <laughs> I mean. fascinating. Oh, it's short, it's short. fascinating. It's, yeah. you know, it's not like it's boring either. E- even. No, it's actually, I, I wanted to know what was going to happen. <laughs> I genuinely right. did. I hate to say it, but I did. I was kind of compelled. Right. So on um a, a math level. Okay. Uh, okay. I, I had this stat sheet saved for for a while, but um, this is the lowest performer for John Travolta in his long history. Um, wow. On opening weekend, the fanatic pulled in three thousand one hundred and fifty three dollars. Um, so was Gotti not released theatrically? The one he did for no, Movie Pass. No, Gotti. Gotti got a little bit of a push. The Movie Pass movie didn't get released in theaters. <laughs> and that was another topic we were going to cover a couple weeks oh. ago. Was the death of Movie well, Pass. Well, it's back. Oh, well, hold that thought because it's back. I did yeah. see that. Yeah, a new company swooped in and decided to you know keep keep it yeah, alive. Yeah. So on the screen, I have a bunch of his other lowest performers, and it's. Yeah, Gotti did 1.7. Yeah, yeah. Movie Pass pushed that. I remember I was still a member of Movie Pass when when that came out. And I got that text saying, hey, want to watch Gotti? And I wanted to reply, no. (laughs) 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 But uh, apparently, Movie Pass, there's a company that, that. has has either bought Movie Pass or is going to buy Movie Pass. exclusively to take that that name and do something with it they want to try and and rework the brand <laughs> they bought the name i love well, it well there's there's not much left of the right uh, i mean what is it an office in manhattan somewhere like like the the company was was all but bankrupt Tiny. yeah 
So well, they've been uh, operating in the red for a long time, from what yeah, I saw. For, right? for at least a so. year, like they took out loans. I, I remember when I had enough was when Mission Impossible Fallout came out, and they couldn't pay for the the tickets that week. And then, like you had like select showings that they were letting you see, and it was just like, what, what am I paying for? I think the last movie I ever saw with MoviePass was because uh, there was a theater that was like a partner with MoviePass, so it lasted slightly longer than everyone else did. So it was uh, Bad Times at the El Royale. Yeah. Great movie. Yeah. That's why I always thought that's a good movie to go out I on. I mean, it, you know, MoviePass, it, you know, it, it deserves credit because mm-hmm. uh, t- just like we, we, we thank blockbuster for netflix you thank movie pass for something like amc stubs because stubs is they're doing it right uh right they're well to be fair movie pass was when they were at 50 bucks a month they were yeah, perfect they, they got too cute Wait. yeah well it was when Matthiasen or whatever the hell the company was that bought them out and dropped it down to 10 bucks a month that they like oh so movie pass is gonna die yeah. okay and then a year later they were dead I don't even think they lasted a year. I think they only lasted nine months. Yeah, no, they were they were just purging. They were just purging oh, no. money for yeah. a bit. It was just like uh, taking out loans and loans and loans. Yeah. But apparently, yeah. uh, I guess to fight with AMC A list, they're they're gonna try to have an, you know, they're gonna try to rejuvenate Movie Pass. I don't know how how well that is, but I you know, Movie Pass was dead for a couple of days, but apparently, not so fast. I, I've been trying to follow up on that. I've go- I'm looking at news stories of MoviePass. I'm not seeing anything. Uh, like I mean, from a week ago, this like uh, why MoviePass really failed. MoviePass shut down. Goodbye, you cha- chaotic, fantastic disaster from Vox. I'm I'm going to read that later because that's a great title for an article. Uh, but I'm not I'm not seeing anything more modern than it that. It may but, not uh, have been like it may not have gone through yet. It could have been a rumor okay, too. I mean. Okay. <laughs> it is just the internet. It is a story that I saw right. too, though. That's true. So, yeah. yeah, I mean, I, no, it's, I, it's I, I around somewhere. I did hear something. Yeah, so there was something somewhere about something to that extent. You're not crazy. You just might be out of well, touch. Well, they never offered premium services before, if I recall correctly. Like, and that right. is the one thing that AMC does so awesomely. You can go see it in the Dolby. You can see mm-hmm. it in IMAX. You can see it in 3D, and it's. It's the same, you know, three a week, regardless of what format you're checking it out in. And so, I mean, I used to buy tickets for other movies and then so, go into the movies <laughs> that I wasn't supposed to see. So yeah. the thing is, you're going to have to go hand in hand. AMC, I don't remember how long ago. It was recently. It was, it was within the last six months or so. AMC provided numbers that um, mm-hmm. an A-list member is 220% more likely to spend money on food. Than somebody who's just walking in and buy tickets. Movie right. theaters make their money on food, not on tickets. Mm-hmm. So yeah. the yeah. way A- so yeah, yeah, the way AMC is looking at it, it's like, listen, we'll eat the ticket price, <clears throat> but if they're gonna buy, you know, fifteen dollar popcorn, you know, we'll, we'll call it square. So yeah, well, and the studio gets a large chunk of that ticket price right. anyway. So they're not concerned with you know just getting people in the doors mm-hmm. for pretty much next to nothing mm-hmm. because they're going to make all their money on concessions. Right. So well, it, it, here's the thing, and like why AM, why why A list is working and why MoviePass worked at fifty bucks, but why it didn't work at ten dollars. And I, I, I'm half doing a video on this, half not. So who knows? Maybe you guys are getting a sneak peek. But like when you're doing fifty bucks a month. People need to see four movies in order for you to not be making money off of them. When you're saying paying $20 a month, people need to see two movies a month in order for you to not be making money off yeah. of them. But when you're doing 10 bucks a month, they see one movie, you lose yeah. money. And so like the moment they dropped to $10, everything that they did was in the red and everything was costing them money. But at the 20 and the 50 price range, like you, there's people out there that only see one movie yeah. a month, maybe one every two weeks, maybe one every other yeah. month. But they'll sign up for the pass because it's like, oh, I could just if I want to go see a movie, I'll go see yeah. it. And then they're just paying twenty bucks and then not. Yeah, using we it. uh we saw four movies each in July, mm-hmm. which right. which pays for the for the you know the price of admission. But we ate shit in August. We didn't watch anything yeah. in August. We just said, here's twenty bucks, eat, yeah. <laughs> enjoy it. But you know, yeah, and that's where my like inner frugal yeah. nature just cried <laughs> out this past week when I didn't right. see any right. of my three allotments because we were so busy with everything Dude, on the show. I was just like, no, it's that it's that gym membership mentality. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah you're yeah. paying for True. it, but you know, 
sometimes you're just not going to go. So how often are you going to plane of fitness for that 10 minutes? <laughs> <laughs> you have to go in personally to cancel. You know? and, and like the old magazine model, you sign up for a year and who knows if you, maybe you read two of them in the year, but you're still paying that yearly thing. Cause like, you know, one or two of them is going to be interesting. Like it's That's where Rolling Stone yeah. has been killing me for years. I keep forgetting to cancel it. And it <laughs> pops up on my Amex like every year right. and I forget all about it. Oh yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I, I guess it's big news, but... You're big news! Spider-Man is back in the MCU. <laughs> yeah, so. yeah. Isn't it funny how when it comes to money, they can all make friends, you know? Well, I mean, it, it's it's a 25%. Uh, Disney's getting 25%, not 50 So, hey, yeah. you know, Sony... Negotiation. Dude, yeah, they, what, they got what, Good for them. What, what got me was they're putting up 25% too, like... Of of who who wouldn't take that deal? They're they're taking the same amount of risk. They're I mean I don't I, listen I don't know what the what the offer was when it was fifty percent. I don't know what the counter offer was when it was five. But Disney's putting up a quarter for for mm-hmm. for the budget, and they're taking a quarter of the you know. Okay. Well, I- but like you know, like a quarter of like 160 million is 40 million, and like a quarter of a billion is 250 sure. million. So you got you, you got to remember. Yes. Yeah, no. Well, well, you're absolutely right. You know, logically speaking. But I mean, th- th- that's why Sony had to hold out like this. You know, because 50 per- like 80 million versus 500 million. Is, yeah. Yeah. Marvel you know, knows. Yeah. Oh, okay, we'll, mm-hmm. we'll give you a quarter of a dollar, and then <laughs> when you make ten dollars, we'll enjoy the 250. Uh, yeah, well. Yeah. Well, and still keep in mind, he's only doing two more appearances. There's the completion of the trilogy with John Watts presumably coming back, and then there's going to be him guesting in, I don't know, maybe it'll be Avengers 4, New Avengers, whatever the hell they end up making of that. And New Avengers. Uh, New Avengers. Avengers. Yeah, exactly. But I, That's what I, want to I think <laughs> in a lot of ways, this gives them time to more gracefully orchestrate his exit and to right. being a sony standalone instead so that's at least what i'm thinking you know if they can get the mcu ducks in order i i don't see them re-upping this deal but hey you never know so i mean i just want to see them pay off jo- jameson tease jameson so good and they had and, that little webisode thing I, on the web that was great <laughs> like just that would just be like the ultimate cock tease to fandom everywhere and with uh like uh just but okay yay everyone's yay we get our jameson uh, yeah, Kevin Smith's tweets were the funniest over that, I'm going to say. Yeah, I saw a couple of those. They were pretty good. So yeah. are we surprised? Is this really that big? A, I mean, you think about the people that were like, yeah, good for Sony, blah, 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 blah. And, you know, uh, it, like th- there was two totally different sides. And now here we are <laughs> right back to where we were four months ago. And looks like yeah, now what? <laughs> well, I mean, I'm firmly in camp, you know, Disney has too many toys. People need to stand up to them. Hey, Sony got something out of this. Good for them. That means more people are going to try and stand up to get more out of Disney, and that's what we need. We need people fighting against Disney, not just throwing them all the bits and parts. You know, yeah. they, I mean, but I mean, you know, George Lucas. Hey, cool. You got your four billion. I'm happy for you, buddy. Uh, go buy. Go buy a country. <laughs> yeah. Go buy a country yeah. and make your own Star Wars movies in that country. <laughs> yeah. Now that they have Aliens and Predator, they pretty much own my childhood, they, which right? kind of kind of hurts my heart a little bit. They I, better I, make R-rated stuff. I don't care if you gotta dig up Touchstone Pictures or whatever it is you need to do to start making R-rated movies again. But listen, you know, just because you're Disney doesn't mean you gotta make Alien and and. Die Hard and what other Fox Predator, you know? Predator. These, oh, I mean, I think that's going to be dead the, in the water for the, a bit. These are R rated <laughs> properties, please. I had so much faith in Shane Black. Yeah. It's not it's, Yeah, it's that not was tweaked. That, that movie was <laughs> no. tweaked. Um, I, I, I defend Shane. I saw him once <laughs> live in person. I defend him. Yeah, him and Fred Decker working together, man. I was just like, oh my God, this is the, the Monster Squad. This is going to be amazing. Yeah, no, that third act seemed like they were. Wolfman has nards. <laughs> Wolfman does have. Uh, so, nards. so you brought up Lucas really quickly. Mm-hmm. There was a story that was pumped out. Fuego. I think you brought it up before we went live. That. Oh yeah. That, yeah. Well, go on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Bob Bob Iger has this, uh, you know, kind of memoirs book that he has just put out. Memoirs and of Iger. Yeah, he does go at length. Just to talk about the fact that I guess George Lucas claimed to have felt betrayed 
when he saw, you know, the episode seven and, you know, Force Awakens and all that stuff, just saying that they didn't follow any of his notes and suggestions, which was kind of per the agreement and the sale of his property, you know, four for, billion. for what was it, Lindsay? Like four, yeah, four billion, some insane number, you know, and that's the thing. I mean, you know, verbal agreements are, I mean, they are what they are, but once the property was no longer his, Disney was at their liberty to do whatever the hell they wanted. And I guess people have gone on record to say to have seen the suggestions that, that Lucas had. It was, in fact, a completely different sort of oh, thing I bet. as opposed to the retread, which we got from, you know, The Force Awakens, which people had mixed feelings the about. The prequels were I different. I had fun with it, but <laughs> yeah, they were. I, I, yeah, for better or for worse, they were definitely different. Um, and, and it was even Hopefully more of an expansion work. upon things of that nature, you know, midichlorians and further investigation <laughs> into all kinds of this, this wackiness that, that he was putting down. So, I don't know. I mean, Force Awakens was a very safe film, mm. and we we saw with The Last Jedi, when you do something drastically different, that, I mean, it doesn't always work. You know, that I, I've talked to some people who think it's the best Star Wars film that's ever mm -hmm. been made. Seriously, like friends of mm -hmm. mine in L.A. who are super mm -hmm. nerds and stuff. It's this one friend, Dan, of mine in, in particular. Um, well, I mean, that's just blasphemy. So clearly the best Star Wars movie is The Clone Ooh, Wars. Uh, well, I mean... No, not even, not even Attack of the Clones. Clone Wars. Oh, the, the uh, uh, animated uh, movie. The, the, yeah. the, the yeah. CGI film so, that they put out, yes. Like, <laughs> where everyone looks like they're carved out of wood. Th this isn't the... He's <laughs> afraid of war. This isn't the first time that Lucas has kind of been meh-wah about things. Like, his first interview... Like, one of his first interviews for, I think, 60 Minutes it was. Oh, I Where he interview. said like, they're, that they're, he, he, he sold his property to to white slavers he referred disney as white yeah, slavers yeah. dude you made four yeah. billion dollars it was a transaction calm down yeah and I, it, it almost feels like he wants to have his cake and eat it too i think he might be i think he just <laughs> but the meat cake. he might just be jealous that both force awakens and last jedi like really made a lot of money and that was kind of his deal like if you see behind the scenes footage of him like when they were shooting phantom menace he's like oh we'll never catch titanic like it i don't think he was he was about making movies he was about making money and and um mm -hmm. well he, he made his four billion he, you made your money and 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 oh, disney yeah. then went and made their money i do really <laughs> Oh, sorry, sorry. No. I, I just before no, no. the 60 minute thing I love there's this one moment of just like such pure honesty from George in there when he's talking about how like you know like what filmmaking is like gambling you know like yeah. the studios give you uh, 200 million dollars and they say go to the tables and come back with 500 yeah. million dollars and like he and, and like he actually almost gets like kind of teary eyed. He gets like uh, he almost had I don't know. There's just something he opened up in such a way in that moment. I love it, and it's such a great encapsulation of what it is to make movies at that level. Because if you if you don't like, like look at Brad Bird, you know if you if you go and you make your passion project after all these years, Tomorrowland. It falls flat on its face. You owe Disney money, Which so I you liked, have to make it. I actually like Tomorrowland. Yeah. That was one of those Disney springtime movies that they, it was like once a year. Here's here's our springtime movie that's just kind of eh. <laughs> here's this year's but, version. But then afterwards, you had to go and make Incredibles 2. And, you know, and that's fine. Hey, you made Incredibles 2. But, you know, just, you know. That's just kind of how you you got you got to pay back your money somehow, and that was I don't know. I, so I I, I like that. Yeah, I mean, I love Lucas. Uh, I mean, I think we all any any Star Wars fan owes him some sort of gratitude for yeah. for some piece of our childhood, some piece of nostalgia. But the guy's in yeah. his own head sometimes. Like he's when when he made Red Tails, he said that he was the the, the first person yeah. to make an all black cast, and and like said it seriously like like george's george yeah. needs to get out i think like <laughs> I, I, yeah. he just says something sometimes where it's like dude but you're you got paid four billion um look around cinema first of all before you go claiming that you made the first all black cast movie <laughs> that's insanity yeah, bold statement as a white guy I mean, come on. <laughs> dude <laughs> slow down just slow down well, you know you, you're a bleeding edge artist at the you know the the very forefront of creativity until you're not and and like you know this is how george is handling it 
I hope the Avatar movies are good, so they're worth it all. But I think we're kind of seeing it with Cameron and how he's like upset at other things that are being called strong and women empowering. When I was doing that thirty years ago with Terminator, well, and, to, you know, to, it just it, Cameron's a great director. Yeah. George Lucas, oh, he is, of course, directed George one Lucas, not great, a great movie. Director. The original he, Star Wars, and then some would maybe argue American Graffiti, but yeah, yeah. he he's he's a good um, world builder, a creator of sorts. Uh, you know his his stories in somebody else's hands are are, are quite magnificent. But a, a great director, George Lucas is is not that. Stuff. Yeah, no, I, I, that that is that's fair. I, I didn't mean yeah. To... No, no, I, I wasn't implying that. Yeah. It's, it's okay. just you know he he needs. Uh, you made a bunch of money and and then you made money again. Mm -hmm. You know, just just go go sit on the ranch, buddy. We know, we know they didn't take your stories. It's okay. <laughs> and, and you know, and history. Disney actually, they've got a history of that. Um, uh, look at Robin Williams in Disney. Uh, and for uh, the record, Aladdin. if you're not familiar with the full. Yeah, mm -hmm. if you're not right aware of the full history on that, there's a great video by Lindsay Ellis that sums it up entirely. She's the queen of YouTube. Uh, go check it out. But basically, Robin only did Dis the Aladdin because he didn't want to have anything to do with the marketing. He wanted the movie to be sold on the merits of the movie. He didn't want it to be sold because of right. him. And they screwed him, and they—I mean—they found a loophole, and they did it anyway. And uh, and uh, Robin didn't work. Why am I calling this? Robin Williams didn't work with Disney for a long time after that, until like they gave him like a like a baroque water, uh, painting or something, or an original Picasso or something right. like that. Uh, in addition to like big public apologies, and that's what finally kind of mended this. And that kind of broke the seal. That's why we have stuff like Mike Myers, Eddie Murphy in Shrek, mm -hmm. like it. Yeah. You know, animated movies used to be the animated characters. Oh, by the way, mm -hmm. so and so is voicing this. Now it's, yeah. it's all yeah, about the yeah yeah. Now yeah, Kevin yeah. Hart is the voice of bunny rabbit thing. The bunny yeah. rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> and yet he was the best part of that second film, uh, the Secret Life of Pets. Or whatever. I have he was yet hilarious. to see that little role. That, that 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 movie was charming. I actually liked it. <laughs> I did. I'm sure it's cute. I'm sure. I just yeah. Um, it's still it's still forgettable fare, but you know. So I mean, my heart goes out to you, George. I really do. But uh, just go buy a country yeah, and make all the Star yeah, Wars. Yeah, just, just you know, go go back. I'm sure can't for sale. Go, go back to the home and 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 count your restart counting your money and and relax. We're, we're almost there. Well, like, I, what if George Lucas bought Iceland just to spite? Yeah, you, you know what I. <laughs> I, I am curious. I'd like to know. Don't put it fast. I'd certainly like to know what George's seven, eight, nine would be, but um, just for the sake of you know what if, but uh, yeah. you know that that's all. We're doing okay right now. Um, so I've got I've got nothing but. Well, I guess we'll see how nine is. That'll determine how okay. I'm we're confident. Doing. Just stick the landing. Just stick. Hey, the landing. As long as we have the Mandalorian, we've got that mm. uh, you know Rogue One prequel series because I still contend Rogue One is the best thing that has been done for Star Wars under the Disney banner. I really really like that film. I don't know if I'd say I love it, but it's the best of the you know post Disney acquisition in my estimation. So interesting. If you discount yeah. Empire Strikes Back. The Disney era are the best looking Star Wars movies. There's. I don't know about that. Return of the Jedi looks really. Those space battles look really good. Well, uh, like, like, like on a technical as, like, level. The fact that they pulled off some of that stuff is super impressive. Okay. And, like, you know, when, like, the. Sh I, again, I'm not going to say it's, like, not as yeah. glossy, it's not as polished, but. That was always like my benchmark okay. was the original Star like, I mean, the, the Return of the Jedi. Like, if you look at least this good, you're okay. But if you look worse than this, yeah, you're not. The prequel like, like, uh, <laughs> oh, Of course. Yeah. That, that, that always blew my mind because, mm. like, the technology is like more advanced, but also looks worse. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's, practical, practical, yeah. practical, man. I mean, Jedi is my favorite. I'm definitely Randall from Clerks in that regard. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I mean, all, all, all the stuff at Jabba's Palace, the set design oh, there, right. the Sarlacc pit, yeah. like, yeah. that's that's why it's my favorite in, in the trilogy. The Endor stuff, decent, you know, and I like the Emperor stuff with the shooting, you know, lightning out of his fingers and all that. But yeah. the, just that Jabba Palace stuff, man, that starts the movie off, that's like, I mean, it's laying in a bikini. My God. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> 
No, it, it's it, 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 people should learn from it. It you got it like you, yeah, there's some things you got to CGI, but if you can make a puppet, make the goddamn puppet. It always looks better. And then you throw CGI in the puppet to make it look even better. Like, like look at how people like just just, just like shit bricks when Yoda showed up as a puppet in in the Last Jedi. Uh, like both times I saw it in theaters, the audience went nuts when that happened. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna repick with down the plot hole in the YouTube chat who says, "But looking good is just how much money they're throwing at it." Do you think? The Last Jedi would look that good with half the budget, and I say yes. Moving the camera <laughs> does wonders for movies, and the prequels, the camera was on a tripod. You had a, a medium, reverse, medium, reverse, dolly shot. That's all you had. You know, bringing the camera in close for dramatics. That was, wow, who, who would have thought? I. Also, Ryan Johnson they... is a terrific yes. director. Watch, yes. watch Brick. Watch sure. Looper. I mean, these are fantastic. Movies. Yeah, I, I can get behind somebody saying I'm not down with the story of the Last Jedi, but technically speaking, Last Jedi is a rather well-made movie. You, you still have the contrasting colors at the end with the red oh, and the white yeah. on the planet Themes, there. Like, uh, the whole theme of the like, movie yeah. is failure. Like, like there's, there's. Yeah. All right, don't get me started. We we still we still got three <laughs> months before we can really go crazy with this. I know, I know. And Even also, the stuff on the stupid casino planet looked great. So there you go. I was literally just about to say, and if you cut the budget in half, you know what you do? You cut the <laughs> casino planet because all that CGI cost at least half the rest of the movie, and boom, you fix you fixed it, guys. We fixed the last Jedi. Like. <laughs> um. So I, I've got I've got news, and then we'll get into Joker. There's a couple of pieces of news. Um, Tony Todd is apparently returning mm -hmm. as Candyman, as as Candyman, which yeah, the Candyman can, bro. Uh, I, you know, I don't know why it took them so long, but I mean, <laughs> sometimes he, the obvious answer is he so looks obvious. he looks fine. Like, what what was the problem? <laughs> he he looks uh, he's you know, he's like Samuel L. Jackson, man. He'll mm -hmm. he'll be forty five till he's ninety. And that is a Jordan Peele produced. Candy band. He's oh, not yeah. directing it. He's producing yeah, not it. directing it. I saw Cody mention that he was like, thankfully, somebody finally saying produce, yeah. as opposed to you yeah. Know, which I, yeah, the, the the perceptive ones like us have known yeah. the whole time, but right. you know the, the the casual moviegoer, oh my god, yeah. you know he's he's doing Candyman. Some poor bastard's <laughs> gonna walk into Terminator Dark Fate, seeing James Cameron's <laughs> name on there, and thinking. Oh, we're back. No, 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 no. Yeah. <laughs> and, and the way they've advertised it in the yeah. trailers, James Cameron returns to the franchise, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. And you're just like, To sit what? two seats behind the director while he makes all the decisions. <laughs> yeah. Well, Although they had a really good interview for THR, for which was like about an hour or so. They did this Q&A in, in Hollywood about six, eight months ago. And it was mm -hmm. him and Tim Miller. And they just gave extensive discussion about how much they had collaborated on the project mm. and who knows maybe you know james could have been blowing smoke but he never did anything like that for like terminator second genesis Dude, or anything like that he so, did that know, I mean, that weird tray i don't know what you call it where he he pumps up the movie and he's like you're sitting in the theater oh, yeah, yeah. you're looking at oh, the yeah. screen and there's things that you recognize <laughs> and it's just like Dude, what the you made the movies what are you talking about you th what it was just so Ugh, I I hope he got paid handsomely for that little, whatever the hell that. Well, he's was. the one that told Arnold to ask for thirty million dollars for Terminator Three. He probably asked for half the budget Ugh. of the Avatar frame. He's like, look, okay, you want me to do your little thing for this freaking <laughs> stupid Terminator movie? Double my budget for Avatar. <laughs> I actually like Terminator Three. Yeah, that's just me. I mean, yeah, there's a lot that's good in it. I I hate the ending because it like undermines like the there is no fate thing, but there's there's good stuff in it. Yeah. Well, without the ending to three, you don't have four, and four I. I Do we need four? Wow, well, Anton Yelchin's really good in that movie, and oh, that's right. No, you're right. Okay. And Sam Worthington's pretty yeah. solid too. It's it's Christian Bale who I went in expecting a lot from and just didn't get much of anything from, even in the director's Dude, cut. Dude, three, so. four, and a five. There's a bunch of little moments, like Rob Zombie movies. There's a bunch of little moments yeah. where you're like. Uh, you, you almost have it just 
just oh you you screwed it up you you made 90 minutes well, and i felt that way about three from hell you know? <laughs> it's it, a rob there's... zombie movie it it, it has moments yeah. you know but uh, yeah as a whole it's uh... <laughs> Do you guys ever hear about the alternate endings for uh terminator salvation or whatever the the one set during the war was the Christian Bale the one? The only alternate I've seen is uh, the one in two where it's like old Sarah Connor and she's sitting in the park. That's the only oh. alternate I've seen. Wait. I love that scene. Uh, so so for so for Salvation, uh, the ending is John Connor's dying. The Christian Bale one. The, yeah, okay. the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Christian Bale, John Connor's dying. Uh, Sam Worthington, half robot, has a human heart. They take the human heart out of Sam Worthington. They put it into John Connor. And John Connor lives and does the stuff. But the original ending was supposed to be something along the lines of, or there was a bunch of like there was, I think there was one ending where uh, Sam Worthington just killed everyone. Yeah. And then the movie just there ends with everyone just murdered, and yeah, <laughs> sure. and the robots just win. I kind of would have been all for it. That, yeah. that might have been fun. <laughs> but but the the one that I I always read about that I liked was uh, they actually so John Connor dies. He's dead. Like the savior is dead. We're all doomed. But then Sam Worthington's like, wait. We can keep the legend alive, and they like take the skin off John Connor, and they put it on Sam Worthington bot. Are you kidding me? So Leatherface prequel. (laughs) (laughs) The kooky thing is, if you think about it, it actually kind of ties into the themes of Terminator, which is you know you you get you you know you uh, fate is what you make for yourselves. The the term no, not not actually make yourself. works in a weird way like i, I, I don't know like, uh, uh, i hope dark fate is good it won't be but i hope it it won't be dude, but I if, hope it if, is. if rambo is any indicator we're in trouble come november <laughs> because yikes um yeah. in other yeah. 90s movies news uh laura dern <laughs> sam neill and oh. jeff goldblum are all coming yeah. back for Jurassic six, six? And seven Jurassic world three Jurassic part Park two part six the never-ending lost world um first first blood Rambo part yeah. six <laughs> Jurassic world three fallen kingdom two uh Jurassic Park six. no yeah so they're they're all coming back um I want Laura Dern to shoot a velociraptor and go pew as she does do we it. have a director <laughs> Oh yeah, and it's it's Colin Trevor out returning, the guy who directed the first Jurassic. Oh, they're Cold, giving so. him money yeah. again, huh? Yeah, uh, and he just directed that little eight-minute short that they put out, the Battle of Big Rock, which I actually thought was really solid. You know, despite it, being I, just a little oh, eight-minute like, short, it's a, that was a produced it's effective. deal. It, oh yeah, I thought that was some fan film or something. Oh no, that was Colin, uh, kind of a little precursor. It's set a few years after Fallen huh. Kingdom, and dinosaurs are all out. You know, in the world, and humans are living, doing their thing, and it just kind of sets the table for what we're going to experience okay. in the third film. With it, it's almost like the whole like I don't know how they did the Apes franchise. You know, in this in this recent prequel trilogy, <laughs> where they, it was like okay, they they escaped and then slowly adjusting to you know a world with you know all of these intellectually advanced primates all over the place. It's going to be that same sort of vibe from what I've been reading. So. Okay. I'm hmm. nervous. I actually recommend the short guys check it no, out. Oh yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, I mean, I've been meaning to hear. I heard it was very good. I, maybe I'll watch it. Yeah, I have fan film shell shock. So I, I thought it was fan <laughs> film. So you know, I, I'm okay. Uh, yeah. So I mean, I, I don't. I don't know. I mean, we, we've we've all seen. Actually, Laura Dern is the only one we haven't seen twice in this series. We've seen. Oh no, we saw her briefly in three. Remember, she came in in three. <gasps> You're so, right. Oh, wow. She's. Uh, they call her. They don't call the government. They don't call the military. They don't call the police. They yeah. call her. That's right. Well, it's it's Sam Neill, though, you know, and the fact that he's and you know he's like, should I go back and all that? Right. Boy, that third film was just spoofed too much on screen junkies for me with the whole Alan. Alan. Oh my God! Oh, yes. He has I the lo- dream sequence and the Velociraptors talking to him. I love oh, how they man. put that raptor in just everything now. Yeah, he's, everything. Uh, Anytime yeah. it's Jurassic World related or Jurassic Park related. It's so funny. I just... And they brought him back. He got unsnapped in the end game. <laughs> Did they? <laughs> what? Okay, it's enough oh, plug-in for screen junkies. It's enough plug-in. Yeah, yeah. But, Alan. Like, where do, you, where do you... Like, how are you getting these three together? What... 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 <sighs> movie. Why... What? Hey, Laura Dern, you want to go to an island full of dinosaurs? Yeah, I do, Sam Neill. How about you, Jeff Goldblum? You want to go to an island? Yeah, guys, let's go. La, 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 la. Oh, why did you do this? This is a terrible uh, idea. Uh, ah, movie over. Well, since presumably this one is taking place, like, you know, 
I don't know, in, in the U.S. Off? or at least. Yeah, it's not going to be on like Isla Nubar or Isla, mm. whatever the hell the name of the other island is. But uh, yeah, this is presumably going to take place on, on the mainland through its entirety, not just like at the end of, you know, the Lost World. Yeah, and so, yeah, I guess it makes a little more sense for the three of them to to be in- integrated. I, and they are saying that it's not going to be cameo roles like with Jeff Goldblum in the previous one. It's going to be like full fledged, like, you know, performance appearance, you know, su- substantial screen. I time. say so, just go full Godzilla, that. like just have dinosaurs just traipsing through america just just major Trips. cities just i'd love to see yeah, that too bring you know it on what? we're already <laughs> here like what, what do you got left just just go ahead <laughs> I, I can go for a good old good old uh dinosaur traipse yeah, that sounds uh, uh, that sounds a like little, a good time to me right? a little, a little, little, little dino, dino traipse a uh, little, little jaunt around the block <laughs> um <laughs> a little skip to do da so jason bateman uh, has signed on to act and direct the mm-hmm. Clue remake, which already has Ryan Reynolds on as a co-star. I didn't yeah. hear that. That is really quite you didn't. Cool. Yeah, um, I, you know it's been so long, and there were people yeah. telling me they're like, "You can't remake Clue," and I'm like, "Honestly, I think you it's can." It's called and Game it's been Night. Long enough. Yeah, and, you can. It's called yeah, Game Night. Yeah, in a lot of ways. <laughs> and he was in it, yeah, right? Jason right, Bateman right. It, so. <laughs> Just take did the you direct Game did Night? No. No. Because I actually, so Jason Bateman a few years ago directed a movie I quite like called Bad Words. Oh, yes. Mm. Yes. Yeah. I really, really, really like that movie. So I, I'm thoroughly excited to see him direct anything again. And if it's uh, Clue, I mean, you know, a little trepidatious because I love the original. Mm-hmm. But sure, if it's the right cast and, you know, you're you're really going for it, yeah, let's do it. And I trust Bateman, so sure. Yeah, yeah you, you okay. look at that cast of Clue, and granted, maybe some of them weren't as big a deal back then as they are, like, as they ended up yeah. becoming. Uh, that's course, a sharp yeah. movie. Like, I, I really mm-hmm. hope they get, I mean, uh, for for a female, for, for one of the female roles, get Kristen Wiig in there to, to play one of yeah. those. Like, like, if you're gonna, if you're gonna remake Clue, like, you know, get get the heavy hitters. Ryan Reynolds is, you know, he, he's he's sharp. Solid. Yeah. yeah, and that's what that movie is. It's it's no Kevin Hart. It's sharp and fast, and you know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, Tim Curry cameo. Tim Curry cameo. Yeah, Tim Cur- Curry cameo. Honestly, I say Michael McKean cameo, man. Oh, <laughs> I love that guy, man. All of those mockumentaries that he went on to do, you know, even beyond <laughs> Spinal Tap, like Best of mm. Show and Period Consideration, Waiting for Guffman. Uh, oh, no, I. I love those movies, man. They are so much fun. And I love the ad-libbing and the silliness and everything. But that cast was so stacked. You know they're going to follow a similar approach with right. this. We'll Christopher probably, Lloyd. I mean, just, I would. Just yes, oh. Lloyd. Oh, God damn. I forgot yeah. he's in that. Yeah. Yeah, Christopher Lloyd yeah. cameo, too. Oh, my God. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, this could be, this could be cameo of the movie. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. I can't even remember the last time I saw Christopher Lloyd in something besides I Am Not a Serial Killer, which was actually terrific. That movie. Was that was... before or after once, A Million Dies to Die in the West? Mm. I want to say maybe right around the same time, a year or so. Okay. Far. Okay. So yeah. if if you don't know what Clue is, my my first bit of advice to you is go watch it. Uh, please get Clue in your system before the remake comes out. I'm I'm always one for you know uh, a remake never hurts a film, but you you're doing yourself a disservice going into the remake without knowing the original because the original is is if not one of my favorite comedies of all time it, it that's a that's a razor sharp movie and and wait what if what if <laughs> what if because you know clue has this multiple endings that's mm. why it's so yeah. good oh yes and they showed different ones in different theaters mm-hmm. in the original run-up i remember right yeah what if they do that in 2019 they could do it they did it with what what the hell was that movie that we had different endings for a couple months uh maybe a year or two ago oh, oh. holmes and watson had different beginnings uh, was... i just finally got around to yeah. watching that and Man, I, I walked out. It's the I had such high hopes with those two repairing. Man, and that movie. Was We're talking Clue, crap. and then you bring up Holmes and Watson. Like, come on, <laughs> in the same. <laughs> Wait, I'm sorry, well, I'm Unfriended sorry. had different ending. The sequel to Unfriended, <laughs> right? That had yeah, different endings. Had two two different ones. If I recall, I had correctly. the good one. Yeah. Okay, you had the good one. I don't remember which one I got. I remember that I, I do remember that there were different ones though. Yeah. No, um different endings that that'd be that'd be nice. And and different theaters would be good too. 
Yeah. Uh, like AM, ooh, AMC gets one. Ending. Why do you get Google old monkey? Gets another ending. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just excited. Shut up. <laughs> I'm just honestly curious how they're going to fill out the rest of the cast. I mean, yeah. you know, CP makes a really good point about the, the ladies they bring in, I think are going to be really crucial. Mm. Wig is good. I wouldn't be surprised if they brought in like a, I mean, honestly, they, they will probably bring in like a Melissa McCarthy or Ugh, maybe no. a uh, Rebel Wilson. No. Or, I mean, hey, I would like to see an Anna Ferris in something like this. I'd I think she's talented. Anna, yeah. She's she's great. Madeline um, Kahn. What's her name from uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine? Uh, uh, Amy Santiago from Brooklyn Nine-Nine. She would kill it as like the Scarlet or Madeline something like that. Madeline Kahn I think is going to be could hard be good. to replace. Madeline oh, yeah. Kahn I mean, was the true. shit in that movie. She was. Yeah. But I mean, that now you're just getting the mindset that you can't get better than the original. There's people, we could, there, there could be, they could I'm pull a good I'm not saying you can't. I'm just uh, saying it's going to be really hard. Frankenstein. Oh, yeah. Mad oh, young Frankenstein. That is Terry Gar. That is not Madeline Kahn. Madeline Kahn. Oh, you're right. Uh, Terry Gar was where he was carrying her, and it's the whole big, big knockers bit and everything. And Madeline Kahn was in Blazing Saddles as well, though. Yeah, Terry Gar also in what uh, Tootsie? I want to say. Yes, yes. Oh, yeah, was. I love Tootsie. Ah, oh, so underrated. I mean, not not underrated. Just people have forgotten about it in these new age of millennials. Tootsie's fantastic. <laughs> Before there was Mrs. Doubtfire, there was Tootsie. Um, <laughs> Babysitter Two announced, but Sans yeah, no Samara Weaving. Either. Why? Why? <laughs> they even had the post that they had the post credits with her. Still being alive, I guess, with Ready or Not and some of the other stuff she's doing. She's trying to, I mean, she, she's trying to set herself apart from Margot Robbie, the other beautiful blonde Australian girl who's about the same age. Mm-hmm. So um, that's important to do. It, it yeah, is a, I don't really see it working without yeah, her. Look, but, how, are you, how, how is it a part two? Uh, isn't, um, without spoiling anything, isn't she kind of crucial to. Yeah. I mean, maybe some other crazy cult kids maybe that she tried to get to come to the little thing that they were doing that evening maybe they're they go on to torment said kid because they know what happened i don't i don't know it's supposed to focus upon high school torment and bullying and silliness like that from what i was reading and some of the stories floating around it's just strange it's not like you know it's not like samara weaving's that big a deal where she can be turning roles down like this i mean it's you know Maybe she didn't turn it down. They just didn't want hmm. the I mean, the, the the money that she asked for because you know, Ready or Not was well received, and mm. uh, I know she I has a sequel to Ready or Not, projects. and it's gonna be Dodgeball. <laughs> oh, <laughs> they're gonna do a crossover with the Dodgeball movie, and it's yeah. gonna be the the horror game universe. Also, I want a Dodgeball crossover with Semi Pro and, and <laughs> Jason Bateman, who's in Dodgeball briefly. Oh, mm-hmm. he's so good. Oh, was the announcer. Yeah. Oh, he's great. Yeah. Yeah. It's a bold move for them. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, the the last piece of news before we talk about the big movie this weekend. Um, mm. So Uncharted, which is a big video game on the PlayStation, um, has a director. Uh, and top Another Hall. one. How many directors yeah. have they had for this? Now? Travis Knight uh, signs on to direct oh, yeah. Uncharted. Um, still no Nathan cool. Fillion, which is, uh, guys, he went out and made a movie for you to show you just how much he, he is Nathan Drake. And yeah, speaking of fan films, right? Yeah, dude, that's a, that's <laughs> quality yeah. right there. That yeah. is a good one. That's a really good one. Mm-hmm. I watched that right around the time I finally watched, uh, Never Hike Alone. And like, that was just a fun oh, night. Oh of... boy. Never Hike yeah. Alone mm-hmm. camp and fun Fun announcements coming mm. soon from us. Anyway. Ooh. Uh, but yeah, no, isn't Tom Holland? Did I not hear that right? Isn't he t- signed Tom on to Holland me? Is, yep, he's still attached. So Okay. Uh, hello. Uh, this is a little unexpected. I would assume everything probably sounds slightly different now because it's just Lindsay of My Two Cents and Nonsense and not also Fuego and CP right now because... Uh, there was a little uh, whoopsie-doodle with the audio and the podcast. Uh, if Fuego and CP continue to sound as uh, lovely as always, but my voice goes from something along these lines, you know, kind of light and Lindsay-ish and fun to something along the lines of this. And it's kind of...
listenable. It's it's actually it, it's 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 horrible. It was torturous to listen to, and even worse to try and fix. Uh, so the second half of this podcast, sadly, is unsalvageable. And for that, I am extremely apologetic. I am so sorry. Like we 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 didn't in this first half. We didn't even get to talk about Joker. We actually had a really good discussion uh, about Joker. Which, so, uh, that's unfortunate. Uh, I mean, the movie's not out yet, so we're just, you know, it's more pre-discussion, but yeah, we still said some cool stuff. Uh, unfortunately, it is lost to me so like that, and I'm not even going to continue doing that. Uh, so I do apologize profusely. Uh, I, I, I promise you it won't happen again, or at least I will do everything I can to keep it from happening again. We are approaching how recording, excuse me, our audio is slightly differently going forward, so it should not be an issue again. Uh, thank you for understanding and putting up with our uh, shenanigans. Uh, hope to you can hear us soon again with my, my voice sounding bad. Yeah, I'm good at the English and the casting of pods. Bye! We're in the money, oh, I'm on the honey.